Right, welcome to another episode of Rec Talk. We are in season two and we've got the uh, illustrious Barry Cullen from Reclaw. It's a good intro though. It's yeah, you heard and I was thinking, God, what's he going to say now? I've done some weird ones. I've yeah, some, I was yeah. expecting a slightly different word to illustrious, but I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 To, be to win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was, yeah, was going to revisit the the creamy filling in this in this Oreo we call a podcast, but I don't yeah. think that landed very well. <laughs> no, 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 no. People didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So illustrious ears. We'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> so look, Baz, thanks for coming down. No worries. Glad All to the way here. from Brighton, right? Yeah, seven hours on the train today. Seven hours. Well, there and back. Oh, you okay. just call him Baz? Yeah. Okay. I think it's allowed. Yeah, is it? I think yeah. it's allowed. Yeah. 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 Me, me and Baz go way back. Uh, okay. Yeah, or Cully. We can call it Cully. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is a highly respected lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm humanising. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, no, okay, I see what you've done there. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, no, I was a train. <laughs> I was a train journey. It's all right. Well, we just found out that like half of the recruitment world lives in Brighton, right? Yeah, apparently yeah. so. Yeah, Except so, for Dwalter, who's now in Gibraltar. In Gibraltar. Yeah. Yeah. Which they say is the Brighton of the um, Spanish islands. It's one of those islands. It's not that. It is the, the, the further yeah. you get away from England, the more British people become. Yeah. So imagine yeah. how bad it must be in the Falklands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife recently discovered Gibraltar. And when I say recently, we're talking months ago. Never knew it existed before that. And then, I, so when you said discovered, I was like, "No, we all knew it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she found she out about she's, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It was very Christopher Columbus of us. She just turned on. It's like this land is <laughs> rock. Sean, there's something here. It's got British people all over it. <laughs> so, so she was like, she she looked at it and then she was like, "Hang on, hang on. This place is, for all intents and purposes, England, except it's got the weather." And I was like, "Well, basically, yeah." And she's like. What, why don't we live there? I don't understand. Like, what, why have you kept this from me all this time? And I'm like, because it's Gibraltar, isn't it? It's yeah. just like, yeah. Do you know what I ever thought about this, though? But at the time, I wonder if they voted Brexit, as in if they voted, like, majority of Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the majority. Same time, aren't we? Gibraltar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> but I wonder if, like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Whether, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how much of that swung it? Yeah, I reckon probably quite a few of them did. Nathan, check the, check the results on that, will you? Yeah, what was the uh, the voting record of... Uh, yeah, Brexit vote in Gibraltar. Research. We do Brilliant. live research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love it. The Gibraltis. <laughs> Jibs. I mean, he's spelling Gibraltar J-O-B for starters. <laughs> <laughs> G-I-B. G-I-B. You're going to be out of a J-O-B if you carry on in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, G, G. I think Google's going to figure yeah, it out. It'll figure it out. It'll figure it out. That'll, it's close enough. Yeah, did Gibraltar vote for go. Brexit? I wonder. Outcome the well, yeah, we know about that. No, despite the overwhelming, yeah, so vote to remain in the European Union. Uh, okay, I mean, yeah, well, so there's no yeah. actual well, there probably is somewhere. Does Gibraltar count as leaving the UK? <laughs> <laughs> so, look, anyway, um, you take a bus there, <laughs> Mr. Cullen, Mr. Cullen. <laughs> um, we first became uh, aware of you a few years back now, but mm. you were you were putting out some pretty um, pretty punchy posts on LinkedIn. Yeah, um, my open letters. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Dear Nobed, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it was brilliant though. Do you know? Because uh, for me, I, I liked it for a couple of reasons. Number one, I didn't know that space even existed mm-hmm. because I mean, when we first set up, and and sort of that's part of the reason that that rec tools became a thing. But when we first set up. We had to do our own research on kind of um, 
who knows recruitment, mm-hmm. who's who's kind of in that world, and what 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 do they know about it? And the amount of times we've met with um, accounts, uh, software devs, fucking any supplier you can think of, you had to ex- explain recruitment to them for the mm-hmm. first like. Yeah, you spent the, the first meeting. hour of the meeting doing that, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. So what was good is that you you totally were kind of immersed in that recruitment world. Yeah. Um, but actually, you had the personality to match as well. Hmm. So talk to us about those LinkedIn posts and how, what, what was the kind of the inception of that? Well, it basically came down to um, frustration with trying to do SEO for a recruitment com- a law firm that does recruitment services or a mm-hmm. law firm that services the recruitment industry. Because if you type in recruitment and law or recruitment lawyer, you just end up with loads of recruitment job ads for lawyers. Yeah. So it's like yeah. almost impossible to do SEO for yeah. a law firm that uh, is geared to the uh, recruitment industry. So we're just trying to think of different ways of dealing with it, really. And we have all these wicked little stories of the cases that we're involved in. So it's just there. Yeah. It's literally like I don't actually have to think about it. All I have to do is anonymize it so it's not too obvious who they are. Yeah. And then chuck a story out. And I get to do, I get to be publicly vitriolic about thieving clients. Yeah. yeah? Which recruiters can't do. No, because they've got if to a really recruiter be careful, goes public yeah. about their client, is this, that, and the other. All their other clients that are connected to them on LinkedIn are thinking, hang on, am I going to be next? Yeah. Well, this is it. And you kind of almost have to, you have to consider the, the kind of broader reputation as a recruiter as well. Because if you put a post out and you moan about, why are people always trying to do this? Or why is, why is my client always trying to, and you're that client, you're going to be like, well, that story's about me. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you're doing it, it could be anyone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Did you, you need the permission of the agencies? No, because I, I anonymize it. So Right, like, okay. You know, full disclosure, if I say dear insurance company, it might actually be an investment bank. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just change change it enough to make it very clear that nobody can figure out who it is. Yeah, In fact, yeah. once um I had um my client contact um said, Oh, when when you when you finish this job, could you make sure we're not one of those stories, please? Uh, because one of our one of our directors is a little bit concerned that they might be one of the stories. What they didn't realise was bargaining chip, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, but what they didn't realise was they were actually one of my previous stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd already done them. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't know because I anonymized it listen, that listen, much. Listen, I've already used your didn't even realise it was them. Yeah. I've used you for content already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bad marketing if you regurgitate the same content over and over. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> so have you got any exposure into marketing or was that just something that you're like, oh, I think this is going to work. I just like to chat, and I just thought this will this will work. Some people will like it, and I did one or two of them, uh, and it just got this massive upswing of people getting involved. And I thought, brilliant, we'll just keep doing it. Looking back now, do you know why it worked? Um, I think it's it, funny, could you, it's, can you identify the? It's so different to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so different to everybody else. So if you're scrolling through LinkedIn, as we all do, right? Scrolling through LinkedIn, it's just something different. Everybody yeah. was saying, you've got to do video, you've got to do images, you've got to do that. And I was like, actually, do you know what? I'm going to go in the opposite direction to mm-hmm. everybody else because if you're scrolling past 100 videos and 100 of exactly the same type of post, that's mm-hmm. going to stand out a little bit more. Yeah. And it had that really nice little simple um, start to it because it was always dear whoever. Yeah. yeah. So when you saw that dear whoever, you're like, oh, it's uh, one of Barry's letters. Although weirdly, the dear um, you know opponent messages, um, it wasn't even my most successful one. I put a job advert out uh, for a PA. Okay, um, I remember that. And it had over eight hundred and fifty thousand views by the end of it, just because of the way the job ad was written. I think calling myself a narcissist in it was probably quite helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it something that you're going to have to service me? You're going to have to do X, Y, Z. Basically, sort my life out. I mean, yeah. Bibi's yeah. been dealing with your PA, so she yeah. she feels for for the <laughs> pork chaff. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, more recently, though, there's mm. been less of that content out, hasn't there? Yeah, 
is that because you just rammed that because you, all the inquiries came in after you put the database? Yeah, it's, it's, it's partly partly just because we're busy, um, you know, and the team have actually said, "Can you stop doing it?" Uh, <laughs> 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 we, get, we get a bit too much work. Not too much work uh, on because we we don't have it's a not first world problem. Oh, right? I know, right. I know. <laughs> so we we don't have a sales function as such, you know, um, and I haven't made a sales call uh, as anyone would recognise one for six years because all of our work comes in either uh, from other suppliers to the industry. Yeah, because that's a really good relationship to build as a supplier in the industry as other suppliers because they're more likely to refer to you. So I think that's just over 20% of our work comes in from other suppliers. Um, repeat business. So clients generally, once they, they yeah. join us, they, it's sticky, right? So they stay with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then referrals from our existing clients. And then, of course, the social piece. Of course, yeah. yeah. So how did you get from kind of – because you start off in recruitment. Yeah. How did you get from recruitment to to recruitment law then? <laughs> um, should we do how I got to recruitment and then how I got to yeah, recruitment yes. law? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was sort of like a, a list of calamities to start <laughs> with uh, <laughs> until I found my place. Uh, so I was going to be an engineer. That was it. I, I was, Obviously, because you know that's closely linked with law. With the law, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was going to be an electrical engineer and I did a year in industry uh, for a big engineering company and then went off to do university. Within about six weeks, I realised I was nowhere near good enough at maths to be an engineer. Um, so had to get out of that pretty quickly. <laughs> um, and because I got out of uh, full-time study, my mum was like, you have to have a job immediately. Like, yeah. there's no, You don't get to doss on the sofa in this house. Get a yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a mate of mine... Uh, was working in office, like an admin in the office, while he was waiting to, to go away uh, for a year in industry somewhere else. And he said, oh, I'll get you a job here. Right? So I needed to do this photocopying job. Uh, and it turned out to be Huxley Associates uh, in America Square. Right. Uh, so I was literally, and this shows how long I've been in recruitment for, I have mail shots that used to go in the post. <laughs> so oh literally yeah. photocopying CVs, stuffing them into envelopes. Yeah. That, was my, that was literally my job, right? Um, and um, a fella came through the office one day and told me to get a haircut because uh, my hair was down to my shoulder blades at the time. Um, and I responded and said, well, hang on what's wrong with my hair yeah, uh, and, and, yeah. yeah and the response came it's not befitting of the image of the company excellent uh, so there's loads of people here with longer hair than also me. I'm in the fucking post room who cares <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming in here looking for yeah, me yeah 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 it's a fair point it's a fair point and I just started naming all the women in the office yeah. uh, and he went what, he went but they're all women I said yeah what's your point um, so he said alright come in tomorrow you, you work on the sales floor now because I like the way you argued with me um, but comb your hair and then, as you know, you get you get into recruitment from there. So, so recruiter was also there for about a year. Then three hundred and sixty uh, computer personnel, uh, not computer people, uh, computer personnel uh, designed to look exactly like computer people, so we could get past the PSLs. Uh, but very different company. Uh, <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> and I was a C plus plus Java contract recruiter for years. Yeah. Uh, dot com bubble burst. Uh, so overnight, became a year two K testing recruiter. Uh, and then year two, the 1st of January came around, no planes came out of the sky, that market died, uh, and I realised I really wasn't very good at recruitment. Uh, I just had a couple of really nice markets, so <laughs> went, went off to went off to get a proper job, uh, and that's the point that I went off and studied and became a lawyer. Barry was like, I've placed so many candidates on the basis of this Y2K business, <laughs> mate. Like, yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. so many re- no, fucking fallouts and people are going to be rebating. <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> I just got to become a lawyer and deal with the rebate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've spent my commission. Right? <laughs> yeah, I had to Ahead of time, ahead of time. But then, look. So then, went into law, you know, training solicitor, did all that stuff, and went into a norm, traditional, normal practice. But all my mates by that point were recruitment, yeah, and yeah. as a result, all the phone calls were recruitment. 
I mean, the time came and it comes for most people that, you know, they're bored of earning money for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and decided what I did for myself. I just decided at that point to lean into to recruitment because I recognize that it's a really good niche. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there are, there's a lot of law firms out there that will provide services to recruitment businesses. They might be mm-hmm. departments or individuals. Yeah, yeah. But I was yet to identify a law firm that was exclusively geared to the recruitment industry. Yeah, because it's got it's look it's commerce right so it's just businesses doing what businesses do employing yeah. people having terms in place having disputes but with that recruitment flavor which is yeah, it's important to really understand your niche right yes yes so that was that was the idea behind it uh yeah and it's fine our industry is a funny one right because as you, as you said it is just commercial business it's, yeah. so any any sales business kind of will have similar type of issues mm-hmm. restricted covenants and so on and so forth but in the recruitment industry, we're very kind of, and certainly as business owners, we're testament to this. We're very particular about, no, 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 our industry is different. No, no, it works differently in our industry. Yeah. No, you've got to really understand the nuances of like what my contractor temp desk is doing and how that works. You know what's really and, funny about that though, right, is that when we when we take a brief from a client yeah. and they're like, no, no, I want somebody industry specific. It's like, do you though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because, yeah. We, you can, know, we can get people from other industries. Yeah, the transferable, yeah. FMCG, yeah. banking, yeah, of course we can. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, it. yeah that's pretty ironic, isn't it? But yeah, but, yeah so... The fact that you've kind of gone, no, I shouldn't just do recruitment. Mm. Blessing or a curse? <laughs> I, I suppose a bit of both. A bit of both. It's a massive market, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a massive market. Just on net fee income, we're talking billions of pounds a year. You know, So even if you have 5% of that market as a firm, yeah. you're laughing. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah it's people, a nice cut of the pie. Exactly. It? Yeah. So people were, were saying to me, look, you're, you're restricting your potential client base down too much. I said, no, 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 it's a vast market. Mm-hmm. It's a vast market. So if you get a little bit of that, you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about recruitment, um, <laughs> how do you put this nicely? People have quite strong opinions about things and, yeah. and they like to enforce their rights and they like to defend themselves. So as a result, you know, particularly litigation, which is my personal uh, forte, um, you know, if you get a client in recruitment, you're going to get a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You're yeah, going to yeah. get a lot of work. So rather than in general commercial work where you might pick up a client and do a bit of work with them once every few years, mm-hmm. in recruitment mm-hmm. you'll typically have a few cases ongoing pretty much at any one time for every yeah, client. Yeah. yeah, I suppose if you were to lean into kind of other different service-based industries like accountancy firms or, or, or even lawyers, really, I mean, your your interaction with, with a business is going to be on an annual type basis. Like, yeah. again, accountants, they'll come to you every year to do your, your, your tax returns mm. or report to do your VAT returns yeah. and all that sort of stuff. That's about the extent of it. And there's not really much of an argument between uh, accounting firms and their their prospective clients. Yeah. And when there is, it's it's a one-off type thing. There's yeah, like, exactly. Okay. Yeah. You're doing one bit of work. Yeah, whereas actually, I suppose, and correct me if I'm wrong here, mm. if you've got a business who have built their entire kind of business development strategy around mail shots, for example. Yeah. And we fire, we, we you know, we register good people and we fire them out on mail shots and we attach our terms of business mm-hmm. and we often get backdoored because of it. That's a golden goose for you, then surely, because you're sort of like, yeah, it's you good. guys are falling into this trap all day long. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> well, look, we our, our clients often. It's funny actually. We start working with a client; they'll typically have quite a lot of work on, yeah, um, and we'll have to do a lot of work with them at the beginning. That. Yeah, yeah. But then they'll learn how to do their job better from dealing with us because we'll be explaining to them why, in this case, you've caused yourself challenges because of this or yeah. because of that. And because recruiters learn, right, and they, they iteratively learn and improve processes <laughs> generally, uh, generally, yeah, obviously there, yeah, there, yeah. there are exclusions <laughs> to that, um, then they just get better and better at how they do yeah, what they do. Yeah. And as a result, actually, over time, we then start to deal with individual clients slightly less. You know, yeah, we get yeah. into a more of a maintenance mode where they'll yeah. have the more nefarious but cases. when you're talking about kind of 
was it eight thousand new recruitment agencies opening last last year? Yeah. So when you're talking about kind of that that life cycle, what you get is the the more seasoned recruiters who who are sort of the yeah. Once you're done almost fixing people's problems, you've got a you've new got batch of people who, yeah. who are almost. You've got to remember though that those eight thousand seven thousand nine hundred ninety seven of them are one person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or two people, yeah, 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 and they often yeah, yeah, yeah. don't go past that either. You know. No. There's, there's not the, yeah. the proportion of new businesses then that actually flourish into something bigger yeah. is much more limited. But okay, so would you then? So are you supporting some of these businesses with kind of coming up with their their terms of business uh, yeah. and all of that sort? It of normally stuff. starts before that. Normally starts before that. So normally, um, yeah. Talk us through like a normal engagement then. What, what, yeah. What's your so kind the of life general cycle, inquiry, the client life cycle, yeah. if you will? Um, normally, the first time we speak to a client is because them and their mate are leaving their existing agency to set up on their own. Uh, and the moment they walk out the door, they get some really nasty vitriolic letters from their old yeah, employer yeah, yeah. Uh, demanding a reply within 24 hours or 36 hours or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, we normally get that phone call and it's panic, yeah, it's like, panic sh- time. Sh- 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 yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Oh my God, it's all going to end before it's even started. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and we, it's just, we, we were there. Yeah, and it's just helping them calm down <laughs> from that situation. I understand, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I rang Squire Pat and Boggs back. Hmm. And was like, you've, you've sent me this letter, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, um, yeah, you need to get your legal counsel to call us. And I was like, I have legal counsel. I'm, I'm like literally... A, I'm the legal counsel. Yeah, I was like, I'm a 20-something-year-old in Coventry. Like, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I don't have a lawyer. And they're like, look, we recommend that you get a lawyer because like, read the letter again. And I was like, no, no, I know. But I'm just trying to say like, how do I get out of the what, what, what do you need from me? What do you actually want? Yeah, do I write you a letter to say, sorry, I won't do it again? Well, what do you need? And she was like... Right, I'm only going to say this to you once. You're in a lot of trouble. I would get help, and maybe a letter might calm it down. But, you know, the letter that you send, don't have any attitude, just kind of eat humble pie, and you'll be all right. Doff your cap. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, fine. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. And she could just hear it in her voice, where she was just like, this clown ain't got no... Why are we we going after (laughs) this idiot? There's nothing there. And then I'm following that... Because I spoke to four different law firms in Birmingham at the time, took the letter with me, and they were like, yeah, you might have a problem, mate, you know? Yeah, yeah, You might... I'm no, I'm sat here, why? Help me. (laughs) I know I've got a problem. I won't be here otherwise. I mean, we we charge X, Y, and Z, and I was like, it says no window fee outside. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, funny (laughs) Help me. (laughs) Funny that. And this is the thing about most lawyers, right? Um... It's, that's always the first thing. You Even to go and speak to them, they want money. Yeah. Yeah, money on account, money on account. We want this, we want that. Yeah, We're yeah, much yeah. more about that longer-term relationship, you know. So we'll often take a bit of a lost leader and have those initial chats with people and just give them some advice, you know, yeah, and talk yeah. them through what it is, give them, put a plan in place. And we'll say, look, whether it's us or someone else, you know, this is what you should be thinking yeah. about doing, you know. Right, so you've had Nick and Sean call you and we've had this letter. Yeah. And, and we're like... Fuck, fuck, fuck. Mr. Cullen, please help us. Yeah, 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 Mr. Yeah. Cullen, I love it. I mean, that's literally nobody's ever called me that. <laughs> I've had a lot of other names, but not Mr. Cullen. Uh, yeah, so look, it's about calming down first, right? Taking as much as you can, yeah, take a step back, look at it slightly more objectively. Right, You've what's got actually the, happening here? The first yeah, thing yeah. you'll remember is a lawyer's letter, which you probably received at like 5.30 in the afternoon on Friday with a deadline at 10 a.m. on Monday, yeah. just to ruin your weekend. Yeah yeah? yeah, 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 yeah. That's designed to ruin your weekend. It's designed so that you can't get any advice over that weekend, so you're stressed and you're stressed and people make mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. yeah, when you're in crisis mode, you make silly decisions. Yeah, So it's about just taking that step back, realising that just because a lawyer said it in a letter doesn't necessarily mean it's true. 
God, they are scumbags, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they I'm, not saying, worse than recruiters. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they'd lie, but they'll put their best foot forward for of course their client, they will, right? Yes, of yeah. course they will. Uh, yeah, and yeah, often, yeah. once you actually look at that letter and realise, do you know what? Actually, these restraints aren't enforceable. Yeah. And they often aren't. Yeah. Yeah, often aren't. I say often, it's really important I use that word because there's this um, um, there's this misunderstanding in the recruitment industry generally that restraints aren't enforceable. Yeah. It's I love that. I love the fact that the recruitment industry thinks that because... I work in the restraints world and it means I get a hell of a lot of work because yeah. people just ignore their restraints. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And if you've got an ex-employer that is motivated, has deep enough pockets and has drafted a decent contract, they can enforce it. Mm-hmm. And they do. Yeah, we, we enforce them regularly. We defend people regularly as well. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, so that's the starting point. That's the starting point. Getting them out of those restraints. Yeah. Yeah. We, and getting them out of it might be, let's have a full fight. Yeah, older employees entirely wrong. Let's have the fight. Let's have the argument. Yeah. But sometimes it's just about cutting whatever deal you can as quickly as possible. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because you don't want to spend your six months, typically six months, looking over your shoulder, worrying about oh no, if no, I phone no. them, if I phone them, if I do this. So you just rather have it really clear from the outset. Okay, yeah. I'm going to agree to certain undertakings. I'm not giving you everything you've asked for. Yeah. I'll agree a list of clients I'll stay away from, or a market I'll stay away from, or whatever it is for a period of time. Yeah, so that you can still continue to trade and you can still so, make some money and do some business. Right? Just to kind of divert on that point slightly hmm. or kind of delve deeper in that point slightly, the, the conception is always that the, your ex-employer is, is not allowed to... Um, what, was the, what was the terminology they used? They can't, they can't prevent you from making from, from an income. Making a living. Yeah, They can't prevent you from following <coughs> your chosen trade or profession. That's the one, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, okay. yeah. That's the starting point. Yeah. That's the, the liberal, lofty ideal, right? Yeah. yeah. You can't stop somebody from following their chosen trade try, or profession. Try telling someone that's that the bottom that. No, it wasn't. It was beautiful. <laughs> the lawyers got involved and chip away at it yeah. Yeah, and make money out of it and go, oh, actually, that doesn't quite mean that. That means this. Yeah. And, you know, there have been generations of lawyers running their whole careers, privately educating their children, buying lovely houses in the south of France off that sort of position, you know, that mm-hmm. sort of principle. And therefore, it just gets diluted over time. Right. Okay, and, there, so and the thing is, it's so fact-specific, fact and contract-specific. Yeah. It's really unusual to get two cases in that area that you would ever go, oh my God, they're exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in, like, rebate disputes or multi-agency disputes in the fee dispute area, it's much more often when you go, oh, yeah, that's one of them. Do you yeah, see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. in restraints, it's that much more specific to the personalities involved. Because mm-hmm. I suppose if you, if, you, if you reference that against like criminal law and stuff like that, then you've got... Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do they call it? It's a pre- precedent, isn't it? When there's previous precedent against, yeah. against how a judge has ruled and all that sort of mm. stuff based on, on similar cases. But we, we get that in civil work as well. So in restraints, there, there's a lot of precedent. There's a lot of case law. Um, I've, got, I've got a massive list of all the cases in various different scenarios. Um, you know, which are the typical ones that you deal in restraint area. Are they all stored in like a bookshelf behind your office? <laughs> no, <laughs> right behind not. your computer? No, we're, <laughs> we're, we're not one of them. All these leather-bound books. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I just bought the spines and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Taking up too much space in the office. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, sh- shaved off a little bit. You know, I don't want it to come out too proud. You know? Yeah, I need yeah, the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so you, you kind of, like, you're, you're fighting through that restraint. And, yeah. And... A couple of weeks, a couple of months later? Depends. Right? Uh, some cases, it's literally a couple of days. So you could literally go, right, a couple of days, let's get it done, bam, everybody agrees, everyone moves on with their lives. Other ones, if it goes the distance, and we're talking about you know, the injunction first and then <coughs> the damages claim, yeah. you know, because let's say you've left and taken staff with you, yeah. you know, or you've left and they know that you've done business with 
their clients, then they might sue you for the money too. So it's not just about the injunction. It's about yeah, the injunction yeah, okay. and then the claim for the damages. And in that case, you know, you can be talking 10, 12, 14, 15 months uh, for a whole damages claim to get the whole way through, theoretically. Which is 12, 13, 14, 15 months where you're completely stressed out and unable to focus on your business, which means yeah. they've won. Or if you're gonna, which is the end goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're gonna get, if you're gonna get done for for breaching your terms, you may as well breach them for that like fifteen months, and then at the end of it, be like, all right, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a hypothetical answer. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's the legal position to have, though. Right? Just, yeah, yeah, so, fuck it. Let's just keep going until somebody stops us. <laughs> just double down. Yeah, absolutely. So okay, <laughs> talk talk to because I'm really interested in like some real kind of interesting points that you would have had out there or like a real interesting case where you're like this this is one for the ages this is like one for for kind yeah, of yeah spill the beans yeah. one, of my dear, one of my dear ex yeah. scenarios yeah yeah, my yeah. Dear ex, one of my favorite ones um and this has a really useful um sort of legal tip which you can put into the business as well so it's actually a good one for not just the fun of it but also the fact that it, it teaches people something really important okay. um, so it was a it was a major financial institution um, and my client had pulled a, pulled a contract role, actually pulled four contract roles uh, straight off a hiring manager and was working them, had a bunch of CVs over, ran a load of interviews, got to offer stage, yeah, at which point the hiring manager went, oh, I'm not quite sure how we actually do our offers, so I better go and speak to procurement or HR, whoever it is, mm -hmm. and you can see what's coming now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Embedded, embedded talent come back. Yeah, one of the major RPO types with embedded people on, on site came back and went, you're not, you're not the PSL, you can't supply. Yeah? Uh, so what most recruiters would do at that point is go, oh, yeah, but we're happy to look at terms, we're happy to negotiate, yeah, yeah. we're happy to do all of that. Start unbuckling and start <laughs> No, no, it's true. No, but the problem with that, the problem with that is this, right? But the problem with that is this. What the salesperson is doing yeah, is the salesperson is, is trying to sort of grease the wheel. Right? Yeah. They're trying to get it yeah. to the point where they can overcome those issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you think about what they're actually doing as far as a judge is concerned, and you always need to think about what would happen if yeah. we were standing in front of a judge, what a judge is seeing is if you're using words like negotiate or we could try to agree, what you're actually telling a judge is at that point in time, we don't have a contract in place. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Even Whereas though actually, the hiring manager yeah. has hired off the back of your CV and terms yeah. and therefore will be deemed to have accepted your contract. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in this particular case, and this is what people should be doing in this particular case, um, the recruiter came to me and said, here's the situation. What should we do? Mm -hmm. I said, look, it's absolutely fine. I'll draft some emails for you to send. Yeah. Yeah. And we just added the two little letters to the beginning of negotiate. Re. Renegotiate. Yeah. We're happy to discuss renegotiating yeah. the contract. Because a representative <coughs> of that firm has already engaged. Exactly. Because they've in, already accepted a, our terms. Yeah, yeah, so well, our terms apply. Because yeah. then, if you can't agree a renegotiated contract... Yeah. The default position, as far as a judge is concerned, the is well, the, the, yeah. the renegotiation failed, so we go back to the actual contract that was already in place. Yeah. So in this case, there when they, they got to that point, they got to that point, we're told, look, this isn't going to be made to work. Yeah, there's no way we're going to do it. So we just took the position, again, me drafting emails for the recruiter to send, so they didn't even know lawyers were involved. I said, that's absolutely fine. We're really sorry that the renegotiation failed. Yeah, just for absolute clarity, these are the people that we introduced and had our interview with you. Yeah. yeah, our terms, further copy attached, already apply. Yeah. yeah. So if you hire these people, we will be expecting a transfer fee in relation to these contractors. Yeah. And of course, embedded TA didn't give a crap uh, and hired them all anyway. Um, hired them all anyway. Then I came out into the open um, 
and suggested, as I normally do, because... Get a bit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I suggested a, a phone call, you know? You yeah. don't need to... Lawyers love going straight into nasty letters. I'm like, all that's going to uh, do is delay it. Yeah. Just go in and you know, the, the fact that you're it. involved is going to be enough of... Usually, uh, yeah. usually. Of a deterrent or an exactly. anxiety-raising situation, exactly. right? So, exactly. Yeah. So you get on a call. Um, but the problem was the initial call was with their, their TA head of, head of talent um, who was used to bullying recruiters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, used to be, Generally speaking, when there's two people on a phone call and I'm one of them, the other guy's not the bully. Right? That's just not how it generally works. And I had to explain that to him, uh, but he kept talking over me. And I hate being talked over. Um, so I had to tell him if he kept talking over me, I'm just going to hang up, which then ultimately had to happen. Uh, and then he called back. I asked him if he was ready to talk like a grown-up. He didn't like that. Um, but anyway, ultimately, I sort of explained the situation. and said, look, these contractors haven't started yet. Yeah. Just put them through our client and you don't have any of this headache. You know, we'll make it work. It won't be a problem. It's a very firm position that they weren't going to do it. And I said, okay, but look, the important thing for this is this, right? In some point in the future, you know, I'm going to come back to you and remind you that this was your final and best opportunity yeah, to this get away from this cheaply. This. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's you making a decision for what's coming next. It's yeah. not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not my client. Yeah, you know how it is. You know what's agreed. You know what the position is. You make the decision. Basically, Barry hanging at the top of this guy. Look what you made me do! <laughs> <laughs> Just punching it in your face. That's proper Sopranos. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, like, just just remember this moment. Yeah, this, this was, was where it. it could have all got. We could have yeah, shook hands, parted ways. Did you have um, some ominous classical music playing <laughs> in the background as well? <laughs> Pretty much. So anyway, then we start writing nasty letters and all the other stuff. We actually had to bring a claim against them. Ultimately, um, they, their lawyers got involved, uh, and it ended up costing them. I think their fee originally was, let's say, it's about 120 grand's worth of fee in relation to the, tra the yeah. transfer fees. Uh, that plus interest and costs by the end of it was in the 160s sort of bracket. Just not worth just not worth it. Really. I'm telling you now, right, if we're ever in that <coughs> position where one of these fuckers upstairs costs us 100 grand, right, they're out the door. <laughs> well, funny you should tell that bit because um, once it was all done and over, um, I sent an email to the uh, head of talent at the client and said, you know, I said I'd remind you about that phone call. Um, <laughs> we've just cashed your check uh, for 160 something. So this email, this email is just to remind you of the phone call we had on that day and the fact that I gave you the opportunity to resolve this at that point. Yeah. Um, and I'd be really disappointed if you didn't see this email. So I copied in your boss. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Because people bully recruiters. Yeah. People think that the recruiters are the horrible people. But some clients... Right. A lot of the time, more often than not, it's a lack of understanding on the client's part. Yeah? yeah, They didn't understand their obligations. They didn't remember the previous introduction, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah, But some of them are just nefarious and scummy and trying to get away with it. So oh, I yeah. take quite a lot of pleasure out of beating those ones. Yeah. Score yourself super buzz. I agree with that. I, I think for, for the most part, I, I think generally speaking in business, most people try and do business in, in good faith. Good yeah. faith, yeah. 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 I, I think for the most part, if if a recruiter calls a uh, uh, an internal uh, recruiter or a TA or anything like that and the process has gone outside of their, their yeah. kind of normal routes of process, nine times out of ten, that, that issue can be resolved with, okay, look, what are your terms? What are our terms? Yeah, okay, let's see if we can do something. Yeah. There are times, definitely, where, where you have head of TAs or procurement or whoever throwing the boot in and you have equally as many times as... as, as you have with that recruiters who know what they shouldn't be doing yeah and still go ahead and do that because yeah. they think they have a banner of protection based on 
on their own fictitious Well, what terms tends or- to happen is you've got one person in, in a business who's usually quite senior, be it a manager, be it a, you know, an associate director or whatever, mm-hmm. that heard of one case this one time where this one consultant got away with doing something and then will instill this culture of, um, and this is from experience, I don't mm. want to drop names and stuff, but, you know, we'll instill a culture of go on the job boards, see who's hiring and work those jobs as if you've been engaged. Yeah, and send CVs as if you've been engaged. And send every CV you send, send them with the terms of business because eventually they will engage with one of those candidates and then we can charge them a fee. Oh, and so I'm like, literally doing yeah, it purely yeah, yeah, to yeah, game yeah. it. To just yeah. to get, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, that's just shitty. Yeah. Like, how about how about we just put a business development call in? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. if that we'll fails, try again, again. Uh, yeah, or then if that fails, go to HR, <coughs> go to procurement. Also, how about we try doing our jobs? And she was like, no, no, no. If you're relying on pulling jobs based off the fact that your clients are advertising, You've got bigger problems anyway, right? Yeah. Well, because that's what, yeah. part of the contingent bum fight. Exactly. It's you and twenty other agencies are working that job. And also, what, what experience is that for the candidate? I mean, Jesus, yeah. you're you're the guy who's calling yeah. and saying, "Hey, look, I've got this job on with insert big client here." Yeah. <laughs> it's Twice for, brackets. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like it's like, oh, but they're, they're doing X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Do you want me to put you forward? Yeah, yeah, no worries. Candidates getting a phone call from the actual recruit who's been engaged. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm already well, the position manager, and they go, no, 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 yeah, such and such an agency is already representing me. Yeah. Are they? I thought we were exclusive on this. Or yeah. are they? We haven't gone out to an agency. It just muddies, and it makes the client look bad too, right? But the problem you've got is, as I said, when I challenged this person on this, I was told I had this situation once at my previous company, and we got the fee paid out. And that's just that's how we work. And if we if you're light on numbers and stuff, that's what you should be doing. It's not and I'm treatment, not, though, is it? That's not, no. It's that's a shakedown. Yeah. It just feels well, scummy. You, you this but this point. is the problem. Right? You've got you've got people that do things the right way. You've got people that do things yeah. the wrong way. Outrage, and then, right? so from, from my question to you would be then, how how quickly into a process of engagement do you and your firm pick up? Like now, nah, these guys are just they're in the wrong here. And have you had situations where you've had to be like, nah, like I'm not, I'm not. You're, you're in the wrong. I'm not backing you on this. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Do you defend the guilty? Do you defend the guilty? Yeah. What kind of lawyer are you? So, <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember. Do you keep murderers out of prison? <laughs> so so I, I remember this conversation with um, a QC, as they were, obviously KCs now, but QC many, many, many years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was the conversation, a few glasses of wine, it was a conversation around how do you represent somebody you know is a insert crime yeah, here, murderer, yeah, yeah. rapist, whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah. 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 Um, and he said, well, I've got two answers to that. Uh, I've got the, uh, the textbook answer and I've got the glib one. And I went, I'll have the glib one. And he went, I charge them double. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the textbook answer, and the correct answer is, you know, look, I, as an officer of the court, that sounds weird, right? Me, officer of the court. Yeah. As an officer of the court, I'm not allowed to allow somebody to mislead the court. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also my job to do the best for my client. Yeah. Yeah. I can't make the conclusion that my client is a lying scumbag, or whatever they might yeah. be, unless I know. Yeah. And the only way I can know yeah. is if they tell me yeah. or I watched it happen. Yeah. So if we okay, so if we were sitting, so your job is to <laughs> muddy the waters enough so that there's it no can be. yeah. It can yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I came to you as like listen, Baz, Cully, <laughs> Cully, the third Baz. Yeah, Cully, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sit down. Let's talk about this. So we've got a problem, pal. <laughs> yeah. No, but if, if we came to you, we're like look, we know we fucked up here. Yeah. This is what we did. This is how we did yeah. it. Right. The I'm guessing is the solution. Then here's the cheapest way out of it. Or it can be, it can be right. We know we're we know we're in a difficult position. Let's negotiate fast and, and get the best, quickest, yeah. least risk, least cost outcome possible. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that is the best best approach. Other times it's look, 
they still have to prove their case. If you're defending it, you only yeah. have to defend the case that they bring. Yes. And if you can muddy the waters enough yeah, to make them doubt themselves, yeah, then often people won't continue. You know, they'll give up. Yep. And therefore you win by default. You usually have a judge presiding over this sort of stuff, right? But, uh, like, so we about twenty percent of our cases, yeah. yeah. If we're doing fee dispute work, yeah. um, about twenty percent of our cases actually get as far as even being issued and defended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So if you think how many fee disputes happen in the world, yeah. right? Because we're running maybe four hundred at a time. Yeah. Right, the bulk uh, of them are just going to be settled. But just think if we're running four hundred. I'm not even suggesting we have 1% of the market, let alone yeah. we might not even have 0.5% of the whole marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? So imagine just how many fee disputes are dealt with in-house by recruiters, associate directors, managers, whatever it yeah. is, resolving those things with their clients. Yeah. So let's assume we get 1% of the market. Yeah. Yeah. So 99% don't even get to me. Yeah. And of the ones that get to me, about 20% get to the point of being litigated in court. So we're talking about 99.8% of all the cases in the world never actually go as far as a court. And of the ones that go to court, hardly any of those get to a judge because they settle or people abandon their case or, you know, procedural irregularities mean you win by default, you know. So the amount of cases that actually get decided by a judge are pretty small. But you always have to act as though... That will be the outcome. That, that's the outcome, yeah. So yeah. you get massive egg in your face when you lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost want to be, you kind of have, have that air of arrogance, don't you, about like, listen, if this goes in front of a judge, which you don't want it to, but if it goes in front of a judge, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. keep pressing that button until... So it's like how I negotiate. Um, I'm not going to give away too many trades. <laughs> but, but you know the way negotiation is normally like, I want 10 grand, I want to pay one grand, or right, I'll take nine and a half, okay, I'll pay you 1,500 quid. Yeah, yeah. And you both chip away yeah. at each other and you end up on six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty typical. Um the approach I take is you owe ten grand today, yeah, Mrs. Client, Mr. Client, yeah, you owe you owe ten grand today. Um, by the time I take this through the court process, yeah, in eighteen months' time, there'll be another five thousand pounds on top of that for interest, and about another twenty five thousand pounds worth of costs. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're not negotiating with me between the ten thousand pounds you owe today and the one thousand pounds you yeah, want to pay. We're, we're talking. You're about, negotiating between yeah. you pay ten thousand pounds now or the train runs you over. And you end up paying fifty grand in a year and a half. Yeah. Which one would you prefer? Yeah. Nice. And that anchors people, and that gets people to realise actually, this is a bigger problem than I ever thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Because you know a lot of clients yeah, do I like this. that. I was kind of hoping you would have been like, you know, it's it's ten grand now, it's fifty grand in eighteen months' time. Yeah. So my opening bid to you is going to be twenty five grand. <laughs> Pay me twenty five grand, this all goes away. But I only owe ten. We should have thought about that. That ship has sailed. Twenty five is why I'm going. We're starting. Yeah, there are certain limits you're, you're starting at ten. I'm starting at twenty five, and we're going to meet somewhere in the middle of that now. <laughs> one, yeah. one, 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 one I quite enjoyed a little while ago um, was a, was a, a position. We were the defendants in a particular case. Right? It wasn't a fee dispute. It was something completely unrelated. Um, and the our client, the business didn't actually have very much money. It was in financial difficulties. And so the director said, look, I want to settle for 10 grand, yeah, inclusive of all your legal fees. Whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, I want my total spend my to be 10,000 pounds yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. No, he said, that's my number. It's my starting number. It's my second offer. It's my third offer. It's my final offer. That's just what I want this to go away for. Make it happen, Barry. I was like, I mean, you've literally given me no negotiation yeah, yeah. How on earth do I do? <laughs> so I had a little scratch my head for a while. And I realized that he was putting the money into the business personally oh, wow. to pay the 10,000 because he believed in the business and its future. Yeah. But yeah. the business itself didn't have any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I said to I said to the opponent, the claimant, I said, "Look, my client's got ten thousand pounds in his personal bank account, which he's willing to lend to the company to settle with you. But that's all he's got. Yeah. 
So your choices are take the £10,000, yeah, fold the company. You fold the company which has nothing in it, you're going to get nothing. Yeah, or take the £10,000. Yeah? So your third option is argue with me for, for a while about it. He said the £10,000 is his budget for the damages and my time. So every £100, £200 yeah, of my yeah, time yeah. is £100 or £200 coming off it. Off so the longer salary. you argue, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the less you're ultimately going to get because the figure's never going to change from 10000 I think they got about eight and a half in the end because they fought for a little while. Yeah, fast. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it's just those little ways of thinking. You yeah. never tell the first one. That poor guy, though. Is he still, hopefully he's still in business, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he had loads of money. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely fine. Oh, that's nice, though. Yeah. 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 He didn't put right. his, his own, yeah. Yeah. You, the way you spun that was like it was his only oh, 10 yeah, grand. I fully believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be stringing along like a white little boy. It's just like, like oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Barry Cullen, Buster Manipulator. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new hashtag for me. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, what's, what's kind of, what, what's next then for you then? So, like, yeah, how long are you going to do this for? What, until someone buys it? It's like recruitment, right? No, I'm joking. I, I really enjoy it, so I'm, go, I'm going to keep doing it. We're building it, right? We're building it, much like we're recruitment companies. Uh, eight of us now, um, and we're growing that uh, constantly, uh, growing the workload constantly. Um, we're, we're bringing out, we're beta testing a product at the moment, which should be quite cool, which is like, um, it's like a subscription service for recruiters to have all of the legal function that they need. Yeah, so that's a nice thing yeah. uh, this isn't a pitchy type conversation so I won't detail it but yeah that, that looks quite fun we've got yeah. a few clients running it at the minute and we're going to start growing that over time um, yeah so that sounds pretty cool yeah. what about sort of because I suppose since since COVID there's no real requirement now to kind of geographically place yourself in certain areas you can mm-hmm. just do everything from where you are can't you yeah so um, what about going international what about kind of broadening out some, some limitations there for us because um, we're, we're what's called jurisdictionally competent in the country that we're qualified yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're, we're qualified in, in, in England and Wales and therefore that's where we have to practice mm-hmm. As we get bigger, we might then join partnerships with other people in other countries. Yeah, that's then kind of that. Point, exactly. Yeah, you know, um, but what we what we have at the moment is most of our clients know that if they come to us, if we can't do it, then we always have the contact that can. Yeah. Which I think it, it's a really sensible way to have a relationship with your clients, much like recruiters might go. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're you know, we're dot net yeah. develop, development recruiters. We don't do anything else, but. If you come to us because you need somebody over here, we'll put you in touch with the right we'll, people. Yeah, 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 it's that nice relationship to have. Of course, and yeah, we've got yeah. that with most of our clients. Makes sense. Yeah. Here's one for you then, oh. uh, to put you on the spot. Yeah. What advice would you give to anybody watching and listening right now um, in terms of kind of to avoid the sort of litigation and stuff that you have to do? What, what's the, the one key thing that our audience could be doing to stop themselves getting into Put them on the retainer. Get paid up front. Get paid up front. The thing which I, the thing which I hate seeing the most, because it's the easiest thing which people cock up yeah. the most, is send your bloody terms. So many recruiters just don't, don't send their terms of business over, and then they come to me and go, "Oh, so our terms say this." I'm like, "Have you never?" Yeah, they don't know that. Yeah, literally never sent them to your client. Never yeah. once. You know, so what? What never is that anything then? Send it to them. Because I, I've heard conflicting views on this, right? So if you send, uh, let's say, I expect a CV out to to, yeah. to you, right? Yeah. I'm sending a CV out to you. Wicked freebie. Freebie. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've never heard of me. We've never worked together. Yeah. I'm just like I know your recruiters. So I've sent you some shit hot lawyer. Yeah. Um, and I've attached my terms. Yeah. Now, by de facto, if you were to interview and and hire that guy, yeah. 
the the message that's always been delivered to us is that so long as you send your terms, they're bound by your terms and they have to... They have and to there's pay. a good argument for that. There is a good argument for that, right? Um, but what, what I would prefer to see uh, is if you're working with a really, as you put it, shit-hot candidate, yeah, they're worth taking the time to do some sort of candidate snapshot. Mm. Yeah. So instead of sending the CV out en masse, yeah, send out a snapshot. You know, this person does this. But whatever it is, shit hot lawyer, you know, yeah. they, they build this much. They brought this much new revenue in. Yeah. They've done this in these areas. Yeah, yeah. Attach your terms to that yeah, and say, if you want more information, let it's me know. It's the response piece, isn't it? That's where the strength Because is. then they're accepting, right? They're, so they're coming to you and going, oh, yes, please. Whereas if you spec out the CV with your terms, yeah, and there's no engagement after that, it's still a good case to argue our terms apply, but there's also an our counter argument to say, well, we never accepted your terms. We never did anything with you yeah, after you did yeah, that. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, because if that held up even once, then there'd be so many agencies that would literally just be downloading CV after CV and sending them as far and wide as they can. Recruitment. With recruitment, terms attached. Yeah, recruitment would turn into... Remember the people you were talking about earlier? They were yeah. trying to game it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, Recruitment yeah. would turn into a technology proposition yeah yeah pure technology proposition where any cv you ever receive yeah. gets emailed to every single human being on the planet as quickly as yeah. possible yeah yeah and you're fed you bags so it's yeah, like yeah, being a six-year-old yeah yeah i've turned around to touch yeah. the ground <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, i've used that term before like, you can't just bagsy a candidate and they're like well no but that's what the terms are and i'm like fucking this is so stupid well because these are the two arguments right in in in, uh, in fee disputes and i've got a quippy answer for this one as well um you know two recruiters send the same cv to the same client. Yeah. Yeah. One sends it first, the other one sends it second, but arranges all the interviews. Properly. Yeah. yeah arranges yeah. all the interviews and, and places the person who gets paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the quippy answer is it depends which one my client is. Uh, <laughs> 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 but it's much more, and again, it's really fact and contract specific. Yeah. yeah really fact and contract specific. But there is a, a, a legal doctrine called effective cause uh, and it sort of yeah. applies across all agency law. And the principle behind that is yeah, if your terms are silent on the, the issue of effective cause, then the agent needs to cause the outcome for their fee to be paid. So in a scenario where you've got one CV going first and the second one doing all the work, yeah, yeah and there's no chain of causation between the two. So it's mm-hmm. not like, you know, someone sends the CV and the hiring manager goes to the other recruiter and says, can you give me that CV, no, please? It just really so happens. It's, fun, it's just coincidence, yeah. you know, genuine coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Then the, the law favours, predominantly favours that second recruiter. So, okay, so what about in scenarios where you've got You've signed terms with a big business. Yeah. So the likes of your JLRs and National Grids and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Their terms just totally apply, don't they? You can kiss goodbye to any of your terms. Well, again, but this is why it's so important to actually read the terms that you receive yeah, and actually yeah. decide whether you want to work on the basis of those terms. Because that's, yeah, that's the decision, isn't that's it? That's the title. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, you want to just, do you want to work to those terms yeah. knowing that these are the pitfalls? Yeah, yeah. And, and particularly, I use JLR and, and others as examples. A lot of them are going to have embedded RPOs. Now, yeah. and they know how to procure recruitment services yeah. and there's going to be pay when paid and there's going to be, you know, CV submissions are only treated as an introduction if you deliver them on the back of a goat on a full moon on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And we still then only consider them as a candidate for that job, not the job at the desk next door, which yeah. is doing exactly the same thing, yeah, but it's yeah, a different yeah. reference, therefore. So you've got to look out for those sorts of things, you know, and, and be as educated in the procurement process as a seller as they are in the procurement of recruitment services. So in that sort of scenario then, if you've got a, a big business who've got deep pockets who are going to throw the full weight of this on on kind of the fact that, okay, you, we're not going to pay you that fee because yeah. whatever the circumstance might be. <coughs> now, will just because I've accepted those terms, will a judge ever look at that and be like, to be fair, those terms are ridiculous that you're getting these guys to sign? So there is a, the Unfair Contract Terms Act, but generally speaking, that's for uh, corporate selling to consumers. Generally. 
generally there are exceptions to this but broadly speaking in a business to business relationship mm. a judge won't we call it going behind a contract they won't go behind it if there's if it's open to interpretation yeah so you might be able to read a particular clause in two ways yeah, yeah. because the drafter hasn't drafted it very tightly yeah, yeah? then the, the judge we may then say well i can interpret this two ways and this way is more favorable to the person that didn't draft it so i'm going to use that meaning yeah. Right, okay. So if you draft the contract and you draft it badly, so there's multiple meanings, the judge may say, well, you should have done a better job. Yeah. This yeah. person signed this contract. They may have interpreted it in this way, and therefore that's what I'm going with. Yeah, yeah? okay. So yeah. you get room for argument there. There's some Latin that goes with that, but let's not bore everyone. Yeah. How, how good you Latin? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> this thing about Latin in, 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 in the law, you're meant to say all Latin words with the most plummy English accent possible. It's a bit like talking. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. You just don't try and sound like you're speaking a foreign language. You just have to say it deadpan English. Give an example. Go on. Yeah. Uh, contra non preferentum. There you go, which is that principle we were just talking about. <laughs> you, don't, you just don't try and make it sound like you're not rolling your R's or anything no, like that. Nothing yeah, clever. Yeah, yeah. Nothing no, clever. Not even the, the how like soprano. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, how would you <laughs> say? <laughs> how would you say it in a Latin accent? I have no idea now. You see, because yeah. there are no, so no there aren't many Romans around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dig a few fellas up and ask. Yeah. How do you say it? <laughs> we have a dispute. <laughs> <laughs> good okay well look uh, I mean to be fair uh, I think you, you've kind of given some real good tidbits I mean certainly I've learned of, yeah there's, there's some great yeah. stuff in there it, may, it begs the question why recruiters aren't taught this sort of stuff more, more senior and seasoned recruiters aren't taught this sort of stuff in their careers because um, I can tell you from experience it's just all hearsay yeah Anybody and everybody in, in understanding of, oh, no, 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 that wouldn't fly in front of a judge is based on, I heard that from this person who knew this person who read a Barry Cullen post. You yeah. know what I mean? So well, this has been really I mean, useful. Have, having said I'm not pitching anything, yeah. the, the Rate Protect beta product we're putting out, part of that is a 12-stage program training program for consultants. Yeah. Um, the working title, marketing, haven't let me get away with this, but the working title was How Not to Get Screwed Over by Your Clients. Uh, and we basically train salespeople on how to do that. I know, but Edward, let me get away with, get away with strong, it. Strong SEO search. Oh, yeah, Don't do a Google image yeah. search. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those, yeah, yeah. What problem are you solving? That yeah. kind of answers that question there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And equipping them so they don't need to pay us any money. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The idea. So you got the beta product coming out soon. Yeah. So when, yeah, tell us when does that launch? When's it already that, has? You, it already has. It? So yeah, we've got a couple right. of clients on it now. We're, we're using them as they know they're very, very good about it to sort of iron out any bugs that we might not have spotted in the development stage. Yeah. And then the idea is we've got a waiting list going on at the moment. We're going to just start slowly adding people to it to stretch its capacity and stretch, stretch its abilities. And then once we're satisfied, so soft with launch it, and then exactly, yeah, then we'll okay. do a proper noisy launch later on. Okay. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. yeah give us some info on off yeah, camera. Sure. About that. I'd like cool. to get that on rectals we have a lot of people looking at the sort of the legal and hr section yeah. always looking for kind of yeah terms of business to solve yeah exactly sort of exactly thing, so. and the idea is over time the roadmap's going to develop so initially it's a con term suite yeah. so it's all your terms of business yeah, yeah. we're going to bring it into employment side of things and then eventually we're going to bring in procurement documents so you know when you're pitching for clients and you're like what's modern day slavery yeah. uh, i need a policy for that and so you just that's yeah, easy you just google modern well, yeah. modern slavery act template and then end up in the us pick, law one or something yeah, and then you just yeah. pick the third one down usually yeah, yeah, the top two yeah, usually yeah. are like Jump. a freemium and then thing. and then only change the only change the recruitment company's name on yeah, the first yeah, five yeah. references yeah. And leave them on for page so, two. So, yeah. Can we just touch on this point, just for reference? I'm not going to name names as to who did it. Right? Yeah. But Sorry. if you were to, if you were to just copy and paste another agency's terms of business, it would be actionable. They could bring a claim. What what sort of claim could they bring? Uh, well, basically from plagiarism, plagiarism. Of what you're doing and breaching. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, copyright. If it's their copyright, yeah, they could be any. I, I, I suggested that when we first set up. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to spare you. Yeah, no, most people do. Most people do. I just love the amount of mistakes I that happen. I saw it. I was brilliant. just like, how much do they want for fucking terms of business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute, and I was like, rrr, rrr. it's like, here you go. Well, Big footsie we listed would... business. We'll take their terms, <laughs> and I'll just go Control F and change their name. Control R, replace it with my name. <laughs> so in the, in the warm up to this, before we started, we were talking about um, AI, right? Yeah, and, and document automation. We've seen some crackers, absolute crackers where recruiters are coming to us, new startups, and going, here's our terms of business. I'm like, why is that bit in German? And that bit <laughs> refers to US law, and this bit refers to English law. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we use ChatGPT for this. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Because it's brilliant, right? It's the, um, it's the great unknown, right? If you're, yeah. if you're using something like ChatGPT to draft a document that you don't understand... You don't know where it's messed up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just wowed by the output. And you're yeah, like, exactly. This is and fantastic. The speed. Yeah. And the fact that it costs yeah. nothing. And, yeah. Yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, fuck. Until you. you everyone just charged me how much for terms of business. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It costs nothing until you try and enforce it. Yeah. You realize that's yeah. 20 grand. We were just talking is, about is the dead. Berlin such and such act as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Please don't cover that. And to be fair, there are there are places you can go to get sort of either free or very cheap terms of business and all that sort of stuff. We've we've seen it. We've had a look at it before. Places like um, like there's a rocket lawyer, the rocket and, lawyer, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. the one legal contracts and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So there's all these different places, but I suppose what what you're saying is though that you're like so deep in that market that you're almost in a position where you can you can preempt any of the, the, yeah, the, the potential yeah, pitfalls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You, you can get, like yeah, robust terms that have drafted properly that in, in, with people that understand the industry. Yeah, not just that, but but actual terms that or pitfalls that that. Somebody might not have even experienced. You could be a 10, 15 year seasoned recruiter, but have never come yeah. across yeah, this yeah. particular I've situation. Never had yeah. That happen, yeah. Well, yeah. a perfect example. Um, most people, if they're doing perm recruitment, they'll have a free replacement or a rebate provision. Yeah. Yeah. And most people's rebate provisions will be uh, conditional yeah, on pay the bill on time. Tell us yeah. the candidate left within seven days. You know, all those usual conditions. Yeah, yeah. But almost nobody includes conditions when they discount their fees. So they might have a standard 25% rate, they might get negotiated down to 18%. And they do a deal on eighteen percent, but they don't then make that conditional payment on time. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So if you're if you're if you're discounting, yeah, yeah, you should yeah, discount yeah, yeah. based on a precondition yeah, that you must yeah. pay the bill on time. Because then if they don't pay the bill on time, guess what? You're taking the full twenty five percent. Yeah. No, that's the, uh, do you know what? That, yeah, that's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. that other thing is really simple the, that you just wouldn't even. Yeah. yeah. Just stuff like in um, in your terms of business around poaching your um, your recruiters and stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's really a, like there's that. a really nice easy way of doing that. You just define candidate. As including any of your members of staff. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had. had, had, I'm sure it was Will that was on about it, wasn't he? Where he had one of his staff leave. Yeah, he was doing such a good job for the client in terms of being their recruiter that they poached him, and he was just like, I mean, luckily my terms included it, so I managed to bill him like twenty five percent. But it's a bit sweet kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how do Some, people reach you? people leaving is actually quite good though because yeah. if they if they leave to take an internal role and you've got a good relationship and you treat them well as they go, That's it. they're not going to be able to fill all those roles themselves. No, they no, need no, someone no. they can Absolutely. partner with Absolutely. and if they know you, know how you work and you're a decent outfit, they're going to work with you, right? What yeah. you can also do yeah, yeah. is strategically place a member of the team into different businesses get you on the PSLs it's like faux embedded yeah exactly like- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just keep yeah, getting them yeah. to move to different businesses just, just keep you on the PSL churning and- them around yeah yeah and then after, after about and they, five and they or six quit weeks, every 13 weeks in a day yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after every five or uh, yeah, every, after five or six years or five or six PSLs in yeah. they just come back to you and they just fill all those jobs and then they've got five or six accounts yes. <laughs> 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 
was funny. Right, so how, how do people reach out to you? How do, how do your inquiries come through then? Uh, most of them on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, so most people message me on LinkedIn or drop me a WhatsApp or pick up the phone to the office or Excellent. drop me an email. You know, uh, I'm pretty easy to find on LinkedIn. I, I look like this, but 10 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah cat, take your catfish over. Catfish, <laughs> yeah, catfish Barry. Catfish. Why is Barry's dad here? <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's recruitment though. It ages you horribly, doesn't it? Um, yeah. you know, photo was only taken last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth. Uh, he was looking at these. I was, I was like, expecting yeah, you guys a... to be in these uniforms. Yeah. I'm really disappointed, actually. <laughs> I'm going to assume, yeah, this is uh, before like, I got really grey and grew up my hair and Sean lost all of his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hair's growing the opposite way now. Just turn your head upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, no, it's been it's been great having you on, mate. Thanks, Obviously, it's been me. a laugh, it's been a and, and actually, it's been really educational as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's really, been really, really appreciate insightful. you coming down all the way from Brighton. Yeah, heading back on about a three and a half hour train ride. Yeah, yeah. I'll get some work done on the way back though. So yeah, nice. let that let this be a, a lesson to any potential guests on our podcast. Right, Barry's made it all the way from Brighton on a train. Sacrificing seven hours of his day to be with us today. Yeah. But it also means... Don't got, sh- No, 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 this is good for them. Oh, okay. It also means I've had seven hours of uninterrupted ability to work. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. No yeah. train stops, is there, is there? No, no train stops. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, seven, yeah, yeah. seven whole hours of work. Yeah, it's been great. And you got to come here and have a chat. Happy days. <laughs> <laughs> cool, right, so if yeah. you ever want to reach Barry... Um, on on any kind of uh, commercial litigations? What else yeah, so commercial, employment, uh, litigation and debt recovery. And if you aren't, uh, if you aren't in those markets, then obviously you're connected to people who, who exactly. Can help. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, if you're a recruiter with with legal issues, yeah, the guy to call, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Perfect. All right, cool, appreciate nice you coming on. Cheers, gents. Thank, Thank you. Very much.